like that. Love letters when I write back. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Baby girl, I like that. She flip it over like an acrobat. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Match my style like a copycat. I go wild when she throw it back. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Girl, I can see that you like that. Hey guys, welcome back. It's back to basics, back to back, back to business. It's your host, Mr. Smiles. I'm joined here by the famous Jay Golf. How you doing? I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm happy to be here, you know? Yeah. yeah I'm ner- nervous what you're about to ask me, but I- I'm happy to be here. And I- I'm going to be real, raw, and honest. Bro, this is this is nothing. This is nothing compared to what you're used to. You know, you're a smooth, a smooth talking devil, the light skin assassin, Jay Golf himself. Yes, and me up right I need to make you feel welcome. <laughs> appreciate it. Appreciate it. So on the last episode, um, I actually didn't post it on uh, Spotify. Like this one's just available to my followers. So if you guys want to listen to that, go follow me, B2B, B2B underscore YYC, back to basics. And uh, now when we talked about fuckboys, so naturally... It was like a two-on-one versus me. It's two girls versus one guy. I felt attacked, and I was like, all right, I need to recover. I need to bring uh, another man who can uh, you know, talk about the male experience. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I can talk about the male experience, but I give you what I've seen. What you've seen? All right, facts, facts. Well, let's start with this. We're both young black men in Calgary. And uh, for those who are familiar with Calgary, there aren't a lot of young black men out there, especially in like corporate environments. No, that's that's absolutely true. So if I could help the future black men out there, you know what I mean? Talk about helping them out. You know, I, I got them. Yeah, yeah. And uh, how's your dating experience overall been as like a black guy in Calgary? Well, you gotta understand, I just wanna give everyone a background. I am from Toronto. So when I, when I talk about my dating experience in Calgary, I also am from Toronto though. You know what I mean? I wasn't upright. I wasn't, my bringing up wasn't here, any of that. So, um, I came here when I was 20 years old, you know, I just want everyone to know that full transparency, right? No, that's fair. I'm also not Calgarian either. So it's like, we're, we're both fairly new to the city. Like I came here in 2018. You've been here. What is that? Like six years now, seven years now, seven years, man. It's crazy. (laughs) (laughs) So I guess. You, you can draw the contrast between Calgary and Toronto. To an extent, I mean, I've also matured, you matured more now, right, than back then. But my dating life in Calgary has been, it's been all over the place, man. Um, <laughs> I'm going to start with this. <laughs> I'm not even trying to toot my own horn or anything. And maybe you can speak on this too. True. As, as a black man, it has not been hard really to like I, all the time i go out and you just be minding your business like i was out on uh, friday night even and you know a girl told me this cat straight cat but like oh you look like drake and i'm like oh, <laughs> you know what i'm saying like but like th- like things like that like it's too easy like i i, I was literally just going to the bar to buy a drink with my boys b-day you know what i mean like i wasn't even there to like you know, talk to talk to any girls or anything like that, and, and that's the stuff I'm hearing. So it's like, I get that all the time. Like, I've honestly like my brothers make fun of me because I go back to Toronto and I tell them I'm like I have no game. I haven't needed game out here, man. Oh damn! But that's been my experience. You know what I mean? Like, I, I still try and hold myself to those Toronto standards, right? Where like you know I'm not just going out in sweatpants and things like that, right? Because in Toronto you actually have to put an effort, right? <laughs> Even girls who have no business <laughs> thinking they, they deserve to be wine and dined. You know what I mean? Jeez. <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm just saying. In Toronto, you actually have to put on work, even if she's not a 10, and you know she's not a 10. You know, but out here, it's like I, I literally haven't tried. It's been it's been easy. Girls have just come to me in a sense that I actually have no game. Like you you've lost your game just from the sheer ease of when I, I let me let me clarify just in case people listen <laughs> i wouldn't say no game i've not needed game let's put it that way that's a better way of putting it i mean i i've seen you work uh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what i'm just gonna leave it at that <laughs> i don't i don't know see you've seen me out yeah but you gotta understand i'm not out looking for i'm just having a good time 
when I go out, I just want to have a good time because what I've what I've learned is when you doing well, you happy, you just living your life. Oh yeah, that attracts people. That attracts exactly. Like, so yeah, I'm like, saying the like, happiness attracts people. Like you know, you just you just you just living. And girls yeah. like, hey man, why are you so happy? No, that's I can I can 100 agree with that because I feel like when me and you and like our friends go out. We're really just minding our own business and it's like people are like why are these guys like why is that energy so good there you know I mean? just like like that's honestly what it is so that that naturally also attracts not even just girls like guys come up and like no, hey what up true. how you doing like we, that one time we met that one dude he's just telling us about what he does for work but he was there by himself and i was like he was just looking for some friends <laughs> you know what i mean but like <laughs> Yeah, I, I feel like that's a better way. That's a better way of putting it than saying, like, you know, no game or just sheer ease. I think that, like, me and you and, like, people we hang out with, we, like, we're just doing our, our own thing. Like, we're out here trying to, like, get better. Like, you know, you're about to finish up school. I'm out here doing, like, my podcast. And we're just, like, we're just, we're just like, thriving in our environment. And Bro, think, that's what it's all about. Like, if you if you were to sit there and put all your time and energy into dating, you like, it could be time-consuming, man. You'd have no time for anything else, man. Yeah, like, yeah, like as an adult, you, you basically have one activity after school or work, and then, like, that's your day. You know what I mean? So That's facts. We're going on dates every week. You're not getting much done. <laughs> it's expensive, too. This is true. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like as as a, as a young man trying to make it right now, you know what I mean? Like, don't get me wrong. I'm always hustling. I'm never like, you know, I'm, I'm always trying to level up my life, you yeah. know? But with that also comes like the little things like, you know, maybe I don't go to the grocery store as much. I'll go find dining a little more often than I used to and things like that. And girls also see that too. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh my God. <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm just saying, but like, as far as my experience goes with dating, I've only taken it seriously with like a very select few people. How many serious relationships or like as serious as serious comes, like have you been in? As serious as serious comes? I say one. One? And when was that? Uh, That was about three, four years ago. Three, four years ago. Damn, that's been some time. Well, like what happened? Why did it end? Uh, we just had some differences, you know. What I what I've noticed is like people change. Yeah. Don't get me wrong; they're supposed to in a relationship. You're supposed to be someone that makes you better, makes you want more things, someone you grow with. But with the partner I was with, she just didn't know what she wanted for herself. Like her you guys life. are just growing apart. Yeah. So. I don't want to say too much and expose her like this, but like she just hit me with things like irreconcilable differences. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, good thing y'all were married. (laughs) Facts. 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 (laughs) All right. That's fair. Okay. As a black man, because like sometimes my parents have never said that they wanted me with like a black woman or like a minority, but like sometimes I can I can just tell by like maybe certain comments they make. Do you ever get that feeling from your parents? Hey, hundred percent. You know, with my ex when I uh, when I just even told my family about her, I remember the funniest thing. My uncle comes and he's just like, "Hey, she uh, is she a black girl or like what?" No, that's the first question. <laughs> like right? first question. You it's know like, what I mean? yo, does she season her chicken? <laughs> Literally though, like you know what I mean. And, and the, how you answer that question is so many more follow-up questions because our parents want us to stay within the culture, let's be honest here. Yeah. And I mean, I respect that. It's different. I mean, my parents are immigrants. Your parents are immigrants. They didn't grow up in Canada. You know what I mean? So their, their upbringing and dating is just different. For example, you go to the Caribbean back in their time, right? And... First of all, there's not a lot of white people there or even people who aren't of color. And if my mom were to bring someone like that home, <laughs> no way. No, nobody's accepting that, you know? Yeah. So this is kind of what it is here. But also, like, what I've noticed is 
there's a certain things about my upbringing that a person of color understands. This is true. <laughs> that a Caucasian person does not. Like when I'm like laughing about, oh, I, I got spanked as a child or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like every 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 person of color yeah. laughs about it now. You know what I mean? Whereas like my dad whooped my ass. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like I got it. I got it bad. I, I laugh about it now because it's funny because I did some dumb some dumb things as a kid. You know what I mean? But like you tell it to like a white person, they're all like, first question they have is just, oh really yeah it's like like maybe once and you're like all right chill like yeah it's like the belt and my ass had like a close relationship like i got whooped so much me too bro me too no that's facts and i guess another thing like like that i've noticed is it's like the parents so it's like if you're dating a white woman it might not even be the girl herself it's just like you go in like, you know, you go to Thanksgiving dinner and then you're just like, all right, what questions am I going to expect from this dinner table right now? This is true. It's This it, is facts. And it's a lot of like, man, the amount of unwanted like conversations about like Black Lives Matter or just like, and, and like they're, they're trying to be like woke and you're just like, hey, you know what would make me feel more comfortable? Just pretend like I'm a normal person and we don't have to talk about my skin color. Bro, that's facts. So like, it's an uncomfortable position to be in when, you know, you have a white family and you have to answer the question because you're dating this girl or whatever, right? <laughs> Asking you like, hey, have you ever experienced racism? And you're kind of like, really? Like, you're going to go there right now? Like, of course I have. Yeah. But like, why are you asking me this at Thanksgiving table? You know what I mean? Like it's different. Like you know, like this isn't what I want to talk about. Like you said, like just let's just act like we're all normal. Yeah, <laughs> we're all equal. And don't 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 poke yeah. me out like that. Yeah, like don't bring don't bring out to light the fact that we're different. You know what I mean? So Facts. no, I definitely I definitely feel that. But it's like it hasn't stopped me. Like let's be honest. Let's like we're in Canada. We're like you're gonna date who you feel the most attracted to at the time Bro, that's 100 percent. like i don't think just because i'm a man of color that doesn't mean i'm gonna date a girl of color like you know what i mean like if i'm attracted to you i'm attracted to you and that's that goes on like not just necessarily your looks but your personality too right whether you white black hispanic asian Okay, let let let's let's flip the switch. Do you ever feel judged by other black people, i.e., especially black women, if you're out with a non? How I know he's gonna ask this question. <laughs> the moment to. you said you're judged by other black, I was like, oh, here we go. All right, hundred percent. So, you know, I I was brought up in the church and stuff like that. And there's a lot of black people at the church I went to, right? And uh, I. <laughs> The high school I went to had like five black kids, right? So I was pretty much surrounded by white people. You know what I mean? Facts. And uh, you got to understand, I have three brothers. So two, two of the other black people were my brothers. You know what I mean? So like anytime I'd be at church, though, with all the black folk that I didn't see all the time, maybe once a week, right? They'd be sitting there judging me like crazy. Like, oh, you guys always are the white girl. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they wasn't wrong. <laughs> they, yeah. they, But I just wish that they... That they would just like not judge me for it, you know what I mean, and just kind of just accept the situation. But they made it seem like I only wanted white girls. Yeah, which was not the, not the truth, but it's also like it's kind of hard to start dating someone from church too. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, let's be honest here. That's fair. Like my experience with that was especially bad or I, I shouldn't say bad but it's like i felt especially judged in the u.s so like you know how i like went to penn state um like was there for like the last two years graduated like my one roommate he was from philly and he saw me and he was like bro i never i've never hooked up with a snow bunny and i was just like what like yeah. he, like, he, like, like for real yeah like he he was he was actually like he's never in his life hooked up with a white girl and now and I just found that so shocking. And it's just like, it's it's a very different culture. Like when you're from <clears throat> like certain parts of like the US, it's like, it is very segregated. And a lot of the segregation is just like natural. Like even at Penn State, Penn State, like you can go anywhere, but there was definitely a black bar. 
there's definitely a black pool. I see, I see. Yeah, there's yeah, definitely yeah. like a white pool. And that doesn't mean no one being... racism is still kind of like it's like it, it's not racism as a whole, but still kind of the the roots are still kind of there. Is what you're saying? Yeah, it's like don't get me wrong. It's like the white people that like fuck with the culture that didn't feel awkward would go to the black pool and no one would say anything and it wouldn't like make people uncomfortable. But it was like the black people knew like yo, all my guys are gonna be at this pool. White people knew all their guys are gonna be at that pool. Like I would go to the like. You would go to the other pool and be fine, but you could tell the natural tendency, like for those people who weren't used to hanging around a bunch of white people, they would just not even bother assimilating themselves. I see. Yeah, yeah. You it's know what I mean? mean? Like, like it's not like they, they were racist. It was like, why would I put myself through that? No, I feel that. Did you ever experience like, <clears throat> or have you ever experienced this? Like the, the white girls who are just kind of rebelling Oh my god. <laughs> you know yes, I mean? From their racist parents. parents. Oh, I've had a girl, uh, this was in university as well. This was when I was in Oklahoma. So this was before Penn State. She just straight up told me, she was like, yeah, I, my my dad would be so mad at me right now. Like, like she just straight up told me, she's like, yeah, like this could never, like this, literally like this could never be a thing. That's crazy. That's actually wild. Yeah. Like, I haven't had that experience in Canada, but I have experienced just, like, just straight-up racism, like, for no reason. I think we all have. Yeah. Well, it's just, like, I got I got to break it to you guys. I'm tired of hearing, like, it's, it's usually white guys that say this, but it's just, like, white people in general, I'm tired of them saying, like, oh, yeah, like, Canada isn't racist. I'm, like, from, this is coming from a white person that would never experience racism anyway. Like how no, that's I, facts. That's facts. Like you, you actually absolutely correct about that. It's, uh, it's and, just, and you nailed it. You nailed it with the white, with the white, with the white men. Yeah, it, saying it. You know yeah, I mean? it's always the white guys. They're like, and then you know what the funniest part is? Like they flip it back and then be like, it's always like the black guys that are saying all this blah blah blah. And I'm just like, you're trying to, and they're talking to me, and I'm a black guy, and then I'm like, you're looking for sympathy. They want your support, bro. <laughs> they want your support, and, th- and then. Once you give it to them, which I hope you don't, they're gonna sit there and be like, "Yeah, Imar agrees with me." <laughs> like you know what I mean? The guy, I got, I got a black friend. <laughs> like, yeah, like, uh, you know, let me ask you a really good question here. Curious to know your answer on this. Shoot. When, <laughs> when your white friends are singing the lyrics to. <laughs> Obviously, a, a black song. Ball so hard, motherfuckers. Do, do you let them say the N word? Do I let them say the N word? Do you allow that? Or is that not allowed with you? Do you give them a pass if they say it, but they're singing a song? If I'm, if I'm being honest, I don't care. You know what I mean? The only time that, like, because, like, like, singing a song, like, you'd be lying to yourself if you think that when people are behind closed doors by themselves, they're not singing every single lyric to the song. You know what I mean? And I don't think singing a lyric to a song makes you an inherently racist or makes you like, that's part of your daily vocabulary. The, the, the part where like for me, where I'm like, all right, you got like, you're kind of fucking weird. Is then they, they ask you, yo, do you care if I say the N word around you? And I'm just like, why? Like, like what situation, like, what prompted that question? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? No, it's like, I feel that, yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like that, like that's, that's usually where the, the issue lies. And I would also say that I feel like most of my white friends just wouldn't even, like, they wouldn't even risk it. But it's like, I have non-black friends that say it all the time. Like Asian friends and Hispanic friends, they just say it. And it's like, to be honest, I don't really care. Fair. Right. You know what I mean? Fair. <laughs> but it's just like, I think that the intelligent or the risk-averse white person wouldn't wouldn't put themselves through that. It's like, you guys got a lot of privileges. You guys don't need this one. Too many privileges. It's crazy. Facts. Facts. All right. Now, let's answer the age-old question. Here we go. <laughs> Do black men cheat? Absolutely not. <laughs> All right, and that's Absolutely it. <laughs> like, let's be honest here. I mean, black men have probably thought about it, but they don't. Black men don't cheat. 
Black men don't know in fact. Black, black men, men do, do not, not cheat. cheat. White boys. No, actually not white boys. Black boys cheat. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, I love how you put that. Black boys cheat. Black boys cheat. White men definitely cheat. <laughs> white men cheat. But black men do not cheat. Black men do not cheat. Okay. Do you feel like girls unfairly label or uh, like have this unfair like presumption that attractive black men are fuckboys? Because I find that whenever girls are like, oh, that guy looks like a fuckboy, I look at him, I'm like, he looks like me. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest here. Um, let me ask you a question before I answer this question. When you see an attractive female, do you think you're the only one trying to slide through? Of course not. All right. So that's what girls probably, that's, that's my, I'm thinking that's how probably they perceive it when it, with an attractive person. I'm not even going to say black or white, just an attractive, yeah, attractive person, person. You know what I mean? Facts, like, facts, facts. Think about it. What I've noticed, <laughs> and this is me, this is probably a biased thing I'm about to say. I might have like a reading for this one, but like, Girls overthink a lot of things. Oh, that's facts. I, I, I don't overthink care. a lot of things. So, like for example, if nobody's talking to you, then they're gonna be like, "Why nobody wants you?" <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Why nobody wants you? If too many people talking to you, then it's like you got too many hoes. You got too many hoes. Like you see what I'm saying? Like you see, you see what I'm saying? It's like what, what's the right amount of people? So, so it's like yeah, like what am I supposed to do here? Like I, I like you know. So the way I see it is. You could be talking to a lot of people, but it's all a matter of what you're doing with all these people and what, what you're sharing with these people. Mm-hmm. You know, if if you if you spit in the same game to just 10 people at the same time, right? Yeah. And they all think that they're going to get a relationship out of you. You're just not a nice guy, man. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's pretty sudden. But you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you have girls like telling their friends, yeah, it's my boo. You don't think it's getting serious. <laughs> so... It, it's all the game, but like, I just don't know. I don't know what people, what kind of game they playing with these girls, but what kind of game they spitting. And there's, there's levels to this. You know, this. there's, there's levels to, to there's everything. Levels to there's everything. levels to the shit. Fact. So, okay. What is the, in, like the most basic form? What is a fuck boy in your opinion? Or your definition? <laughs> bro, I definitely do not know what a fuck boy is. I've, I've heard. I've, I've done some research myself. I've asked fellow females what exactly is a fuckboy. And at the end of the day, fuckboy is just someone who fucks a lot. That's all they care about. Netflix and chill. And they're not going to take you out. They're going to eat you out. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> they're not going to take you out. They're going to eat you I'm going to get that on the shirt, bro. <laughs> hey, fuckboy. Fuckboy's 2021. <laughs> It's about to be 2022. I'm not going to take you out. I'm going to eat you out. That is crazy. That is crazy. So, like, my thing, or I got my, my definition of fuckboy. I, like, kind of, like, looked it up just to see what the consensus is. Huh? Yeah, what the consensus is. And the consensus, it's usually someone, it's, like, they, it's almost, it's they disrespect women. You know what I mean? Like, they they, they lead people on. They, they aren't honest about their intentions and they're essentially just like playing multiple people. So it's like, they'll say essentially anything they need to in order to fuck. I see. I see. I would, you know what? I would agree with that. Yeah. I would agree with that definition. Yeah. It's anything they need to in order to fuck. Any means necessary. By any means necessary. So it's like sleeping with multiple people at once doesn't make you a fuck boy. If every person knows like, yo, this man, or this person, man or woman, is just like they're not looking for anything serious. Like you can, you know what I mean? It's like you could just be having a good time. That doesn't make you a fuckboy. You know, that might make you just like you just enjoy sex and everyone knows what they're getting themselves into. It's when the other person doesn't know that you're just you know, you get you get them I, I, for sure. I know exactly what you mean. You know that's why I said you spit in that whole like relationship game to all these ten girls, but they don't know. They think they're the only cause you're saying. Oh, baby, you're the only one, you know? <laughs> yeah, serious. I, can see, I can see a future with you. Like, you know what I mean? You know, I'm introducing my mom. You know, my sister would love you. <laughs> <laughs> you want to be my friends? First of all, just because a guy introduces you to their friends doesn't mean shit. I'm not going to lie. 
because girls are like, oh yeah, I went out with his friends. And I'm like, I'm sorry, but like, the friends will always have his back. But the friends also know the game plan. Exactly. Which is, which is why it doesn't hundred percent know the game plan. Like if <laughs> any guy who brings a girl out has definitely spoken to his friends about the situation. Exactly. You know, you give him the down low. And, and that could also be like, even if it's a serious girl, you might tell your friends, Hey, like, look, we're not, this is off limits. We're not going to talk about this. You know, yeah. she's not ready to hear the about friends always past know. things. Like, like it doesn't necessarily, not just necessarily for fuck boys. It's for like serious girls too. You know what I mean? The friends always know whatever the game plan is, you know? Yeah. So you can, I'm not going to lie. I might be exposing the, the whole <laughs> male population. They're like, yo, nigga, what are you telling them? But like, what, what is, like, what are you trying to gain out of this? Yeah. I'm trying to figure out, you know what but I mean? I'm trying to gain. Like, <laughs> this guy trying, trying to have this, you Steve Harvey out here, bro. Think like a man out here, bro. Yo, you know what? I'm trying to be Steve Harvey here. I'm, try, I'm trying to make, trying to make dating less painful. Like just make people a little bit more honest. You know what I mean? It's bro, like, you're not going to make dating less painful. And I'm going to tell you why. We live in a day and age where it's not like what dating used to be, right? People people aren't happy with just one person anymore. That but the grass they think the grass is always greener. So you know what? People are so quick to just things get tough. All right, they out. Peace. You know what I mean? And, and then on to the next. It's that it's that simple. But that's like that's dating nowadays. But but think about it. You have things like Tinder, Bumble, Hinge, whatever, all these dating apps, right? Where you literally it's made to talk to multiple people at the same time. I mean, this is fact. And, and then you wonder, like, these came out, then fuckboys started coming out. Like, if you if you logically think about it. I just think they made it easier. But I feel like if you had that sort of intent in the past, you had it in the past, too. Like, you know what I mean? Like, they Don't get me wrong. Yeah, but in the past, you actually had to go out to go meet these people. You had to go to the bar to meet these people. You had to actually do... You couldn't be lazy. Now you sit on your phone... Talking, spitting the same game to how many girls, right? But like, how you many? You could line it up. You could line it up where you got one girl you, coming at noon, another coming at eight PM, fam. No, you definitely, you definitely can. But at the end of the day, it still requires, like, in order to be a fuckboy, in order to close, you still need to go out, invest time, invest money, go out, meet all these people, and dating is painful for everyone. You know what I mean? It's not like it's good for like a good majority of people and that only a few people are getting fucked over. It's, I'd say it's the opposite. I say there's like, you know, 20%, 10% of guys get, you know, 60, 70% of the female attention. Well, the rest of the guys are like, okay, dating sucks because now all these girls are scarred. All these girls are like, oh man, I don't trust any guy. Like, and then they're ghosting, they're ghosting dudes. They're fucking. You're absolutely right. You know what I mean? You it's not absolutely correct. But if people just put the time in to actually work through whatever with someone, right? Like, you know, and actually get to know someone rather than just. Yeah, but, but my philosophy, I, my philosophy is depends what you're looking for, obviously. But if you, if you want something to last, get to know them, then have sex with them. <laughs> wow. Mind blowing. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's what I mean. Like, this ain't even new information. You know what I mean? <laughs> But but now now you have like you have people out here telling you our oh, requirements sex gotta be good like you know what I mean like that's a requirement sex ain't good she ain't white for material and now you sit there and you're like I see your point because <laughs> you don't want to have bad sex for the rest of your life I see your point <laughs> but I mean if oh, if you have good game in the bedroom <laughs> you can always teach someone. That's facts. That's like, you know what I mean? Like, you can always teach them. There is a way around this. The, the problem is, it's like, all right, when do you start just being monogamous? Because, like, like, let's be honest here. After one date, you're not there like, all right, let me cut off every every other person that I, I might be interested in, right? So it's just like, if you're meeting someone new and you haven't, like, and you're not sleeping with them, are, are you just saying, like, all right, well, let me just stop sleeping with the the potential side pieces you might already have see that that's a case-by-case basis (laughs) i mean i think like i said you should be transparent with everybody so like for example if let's say you have a bunch of side pieces right and they might all know the deals but if you have someone who's telling you you should always like that's my thing if i go on a date with someone i always ask like what are you looking for like what do you want right 
Because if I'm not looking for the same thing as you, I have an opportunity to just be straight with you. And look, I don't want to date you, but we can have some fun in the meantime. Like, you know what I mean? You can say that. What do you have to lose? No, it's but, not. But like I said, it's case by case basis. So like, if you know that like someone is um, trying to trying to take things seriously to the next level, you might want to cut off if you if you if you like this person, you should probably see where it goes and cut off all your hoes. <laughs> Another shirt right there. But see where but it goes, cut off all your hoes. <laughs> <laughs> but you gotta understand, there is a difference between. When do you do it though? No, no, no. There's a difference between <laughs> people gonna hate me for this one. There's a difference between taking your roster and completely destroying that to the point where like it's you can't you can't hit that back again and just kind of letting that fade out. <laughs> yeah, please elaborate on the fast. <laughs> How does one? <laughs> Like, you know what I mean? Like, maybe you just stop talking to them as much. Like, you never actually cut it off, you know? And then a couple months later, because maybe things didn't work out, and you looking kind of good, sweetheart. What are you doing? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? And she all like, wow, I haven't heard from this person in months. But you didn't end it on a bad term. You didn't say, hey, I'm taking someone else seriously. <laughs> like, you, you know what? You know what? Girls do, do, do that. Because I've definitely had, uh, had people message me at, like from nowhere like they just like randomly uh put a fire fire emoji on your story put a heart emoji and like out of nowhere and i'm just like oh how you been and then they always go oh i've been better i'm like oh what happened oh me and my boyfriend just broke up and i'm just like yo you girls Bro, do the same thing you do the same thing. thing girls are worse than guys when I, it comes to that when it comes to that I, you know why though here here's why i think this is the case because like guys are less take that shit less personally like if a girl starts dating a dude and then comes back you're like oh sweet like this chick that i was into is back but (laughs) but i find that with girls it's like if you you know start dating someone or like you pick someone over them which is how they'll interpret it they'll be like well you had your chance with me hair flick no like yeah oh for sure for sure like i'll give you i'll give you this for my personal the personal so this is one girl and uh i met her at the bar whatever and um she hits me up starts talking whatever you know um she's from out of town though she's from out of town and she's just like oh you know whatever when i come back to town let's link you know all this talking and talking and talking and then just like she was in town, I was out of town type of things, so, you know, a little bit of time went by, but still talking every now and then, you know? And then like one time I'm actually like, coming back to town, I was gonna be in the same, in Calgary, she's gonna be in Calgary. So I hit her up, I'm like, hey, you know, what's up? Like, I'm gonna be back, what's up? Let's, let's grab a drink or something, right? She just ghosts me, <laughs> like, you know what I mean? <laughs> and I'm sitting there, I'm like, what was the point of all this? Cause she was the one who came to me, you know what I mean? Like she came to me, she was spitting all this game with me and I was just like, all right, true. Like, you know what I mean? Like eventually I was like, all right, let's do it. Like you talking all this and then just ghost me. Turns out she found a man's and I'm happy for her. Like, you know what I mean? There's no, there's no, there's no bad blood here, but it's just like, she didn't break it off with me. You know what I mean? Yeah, she, she break just, it off with me. She didn't say none. If things just, go south, I might hear from her. Yeah. No, I, I, I would say count on it. <laughs> <laughs> I would say you can you can count on that. <laughs> yeah, man, it's it's crazy. But like, so do you think that like guys can get turned into fuckboys? Oh, one hundred percent, absolutely. I'll tell you why. Yeah. Let me give you my tips. Yeah. I know you tell want me a story. To know. <laughs> this, this is a safe place. This guy wants a story. I don't have no stories for you, but I'll tell you my my, my theory. Right, share same. theory. This ain't coming from experience. It's my theory. Okay. What do most people do? <laughs> what do most people do with heartbreak? To get over someone, you get under someone else. Like, you see, you know what I mean? My opinion and experience. Girls are worse than guys, you know. 
Um, I just I've dated people who uh, <laughs> who just had people ready. Let's put it that way, you know. But but um, is that a function of the people you're dating, or is that could know? be could be could be? I, let's just put it this way: my family would say I don't have the best track record when it comes to relationships. <laughs> right? So fair enough. So. <laughs> Any, if any of you ladies are listening, I'm just playing. But um, no, like heartbreak. So so a guy go like sees this girl is really invested in it, right? Let's say the girl cheats on him, can't handle that, it's over. That that heartbreak could spiral this man into just you know what, going out there, putting himself out there, and just turning himself into into a fuckboy. He just he just wants a piece. He don't want a relationship because he's not over his ex. You know what I mean? He he knows he can't because guys are logical like that. They, they don't want a relationship, <laughs> and they gonna tell girls, "I just want to fuck." Yo, I, uh, I I'm I'm picture, I'm imagining you didn't hear like the the, the Instagram episode that I've been posted, but I was, I was I was telling the story. I'm like, I got turned into a fuck boy. Like going into university, you know, my my first five five notches were. Quite, quite impressive, if I do say so myself. This guy, how quick were your first five notches? Oh, it wasn't. It wasn't about the quick. It was just about the 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 who, the relationship. No, I know, but I still want to know, like the the speed, the rate, you know, at I which mean, you the required those five notches. I'd say six months. Like it, it, it wasn't about it wasn't about the speed. It it was really about the who. So my ex, uh, my very first girlfriend ever. Uh, broke up with me on my birthday and two days after she broke up with me i got a card from her saying how much she loved me and like you know like how she's so lucky to have me all yada yada so obviously within the time she wrote that card and sent it to when i received it some 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 fishy had gone on you know and then she ended things (laughs) well a week later so she she obviously did you didn't get the card because you hadn't said anything about it yeah, until I got it. And then a week later, uh, she started dating someone else after she broke up with me. So I'm like, hmm. Was this a long distance relationship? It was a long distance. I was in Vancouver. She was in, from Calgary. This was, I, I'd never even lived in Calgary at this point. Because the way you start dating is a whole story in itself. But uh, fun fact is like, since I moved to Calgary, I've, I've met this nigga. <laughs> I met the nigga. She no like, way. Yeah, weird. What are the odds though? It's, what are the odds? No. I, Calgary is such a small place. I've met many of her friends too. Calgary, Calgary is a small place. I will say that, like the chances of running into people, it's it's, it's slim. You know, like you know, like you have a sorry, not, you have a high chance. Yeah, you have a high. You chance. have a high chance. Like she, like my ex, don't live in Calgary anymore. She lives in Australia, but I like I've been meeting her friends like just randomly, like just through mutuals and shit. But anyway, so my next notch after. Uh, her was her best friend who introduced us together. Yikes! You you that guy, huh? Oh, dude, it, you that guy. <laughs> dude, I was I was like seventeen at the time. You know, like your 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 boy matured, but at the time I I was out for blood, and um, I went to school in Oklahoma. And part of the reason I went to school in Oklahoma, you didn't know this. Max was a basketball player. Her favorite team was OKC Thunder, so that definitely influenced the reason why I went to school in Oklahoma because I was like, we're going to go to OKC Thunder games. Like, like your boy was in love. was in love, yo. Yo, your boy was sprung, man. I was was saying love songs, rose petals. Your boy was sprung. So my official visit to, like, you know, like see the school, meet the team, all that. Like, you know, went out with the team, not the guys. Um, I met this this, this rowing chick. Like, Like, rowing was like a D1 sport, whatever. Hooked up with her. Like it's on my official. I'm not even at the school yet. That's bro. And then I get to the school. Out there, out there. And I get to the school and I'm like, bet, like, where's this like this shorty that, you know, like I I talked to, you know, like two months ago. Yeah, yeah. And then like I meet I see some of her like uh, teammates. I'm like, yo, where is uh I can't say the name. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, yo, where's this chick at? And her and one of her best friends like, oh, she's like talking to some other dude. And I was like, okay. And then next thing you know, I'm hooking up with this chick. 
<laughs> Yo, so girls, girls are savage as fuck too. Like her, this was her friend who literally sold her out and was like, but I'm here. <laughs> so bro, but like it's true, like <laughs> I mean, I, I'll give you an experience for myself too. Similar, not similar, but like this is years ago, years ago. I'm new to Calgary at this point, right? I might have even still been just visiting Calgary, like from Edmonton. You still in Edmonton for a bit, but like, I, you know, I go out, we meet a couple girls, whatever. Um, and I'm out here. This one girl keeps telling me, oh, like, my friend is super, super into you. You know what I mean? Whatever. And I'm like, all right, true, true, true. Next thing you know, her and my friend start hooking up on the dance floor, which I'm like, hey, my boy, let's go. Like, you know what I mean? Like, good for you. She looks at me and she's like, I guess we're fucking tonight. And I'm like, whoa, slow your roll. <laughs> slow your roll. Like, just because that happened, don't mean you and I is happening. That just goes to show you, though, like, these girls, like, they out there like that. You know what, man? It's the the worst part <clears throat> is that it usually, like, if, if it's going to be, like, cheating or, like, dishonesty or disloyalty, it's usually with someone that both of y'all know. Like, it's, like, it's never, or not never, it's rarely just a random, it's rarely just, like, a random outside third party. It's usually, like, a common person because you know what so just to conclude my last story so i told you it was my ex and her friend this new chick and her friend yeah and the conclusion to that story was that friend's sister bro the disloyalty (laughs) from every person in that story was was as a self-fulfilled prophecy i was like yo no one's shit (laughs) that's crazy man so, yo. But girl, what I've noticed is girls love to, and guys too, actually, but I hear this a lot more from girls. Sorry, I was drunk. I don't know what I did last night. You're like, come on. Come on. Yeah, the, the drunk thing is definitely... It's overplayed. We're, we're too old for it, man. Like, like when, when I was 17, uh, maybe I would have thought that, like, maybe I would have thought that was a valid reason, but I'm like, nah. Like, like literally, like, don't get me wrong. There will be times where, like, the odd time where, like, you know what I mean? You get a little too wasted. You may not for, remember everything you were saying last night. Because I've, I've definitely had some experiences where girls have been like, you were saying all this. But they're honest with me. They're like, I didn't believe a word of it. I'm like, thank God. <laughs> but, like, here, th- this is a thing with the drunk situation. And this could be a whole can of worms. But I'm like, if you were too drunk and then you ended up hooking up or sleeping with someone, then you got raped. And if you can't say that you got raped or taken advantage of, then you were just getting your chief's clap and you feel bad about it the next day. You know what I mean? It's like, like, there's a gray area there, man. Like, is there? Well, first of all, I got to say this as a black man, you're a black man yourself. How many times has a white person accused a black man who wrongfully, might I add, I'm not saying that every time it happens is wrong, but there's been a lot that you hear about and, you know, the dude serves mad time for something he ain't even commit. No, I'm, I'm not, I'm not disagreeing like, with that. I'm saying like from the girl who's coming up to you being like, I just did some shady shit, but I was so drunk, blah, blah, blah. I'm just like, okay, I'm, I'm just saying like, were you actually so drunk or are you just regretting it and blaming your actions on being drunk? Because if you were so drunk, then that would imply that you were being taken advantage of. I agree. I, I agree with you on that. Like I'm, I'm, I'm more, I'm more calm out there. They're, they're making that decision based off of how drunk they were. You know, I'm, I'm saying like you probably just wanted it and you're saying that you're using your, post emptively or whatever saying that all right and it was the alcohol because like it's an excuse you're absolutely correct it's a hundred like, let's 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 flip the script to guys right like have you ever i know you're probably like oh no i haven't but have you ever hooked up with a girl that you were not proud of 
like 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 the kind that you probably just wouldn't tell your friends if, if no one saw you you just you're like you know what i'm gonna take this l and just call it the night <laughs> so i really go ask hard questions like this um so you are correct i i have not but but cap but that's a, but, that's a cap every but, guy in the world just sat there and was like bro are you capping no because i've told my friends <laughs> <laughs> like i said but <laughs> so but like the way the way i see it though is like don't get me wrong this is, i've been in situations where like your boy trying to hook up with someone i'm out here you know what i mean I've got a wingman, my boy, right? So I'm out here like, taking one for the team. You know what I mean? But that doesn't mean you need to smash. Oh, yeah. If you a good wingman, <laughs> my objective, I'm going to just keep her away from her friend. <laughs> that don't mean I got to go back to my house and clap cheeks, bro. You know, I can take her out for some food after the, you know what I mean? Like, just, just get no, out of no, there. There, there, are, there are means around this, but a lot of dudes just don't understand that. And they just, feel like they have to clap cheeks and it's like you don't you really don't have like don't get me wrong there are times you don't have to where the 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 girl you're not proud of is begging you for something you know what i mean i mean it's not even it's not even about begging it's just like it's like i guess the point i'm making is it's like at the time the decision might seem like a good idea and it's preemptively or like post whatever you think okay i probably shouldn't have done that you know what I mean? Like, like I'm saying, it's it's usually that. There, I, I there has been sometimes in my life <laughs> like that. I did not have sexual intercourse with that woman, Miss <laughs> um, Monica for sure. But for me, for me, it's not even like hookups, man. It's more like the girls I date. Jesus <laughs> like, you know what I mean? You sit there. I sit there. And I'm like, you were drunk for like six months. Yo. What was I doing the past two years? <laughs> you know what I mean? And I look at my friends. I'm like, why y'all ain't say something? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, I have friends betting on me. Like, oh yeah, we bet how long your relationship was going to last. Like, you know what I mean? Like, and y'all, y'all, y'all just put money on it. Y'all didn't tell me, bro. They thought that, you that's did. what I mean when I say it's deeper than that because, like, yo, you can't trust the good, bro. I told you <laughs> for the one night stands that I have had, <laughs> it's been better than the relationships. <laughs> Jesus Christ, it's bad, bro! It's bad. Oh, how are you getting? You just liking their personality? With, with the one night stand? What you mean? No, the the two year relationship that you're drunk for. Oh my goodness! Well, she just in the beginning was a different person. At the end, a completely different person. You realize she knows exactly who she is, right? That's what I would say. So in my in my defense, I say it wasn't fair to me. I was the victim. <laughs> I was the victim. <laughs> You absolutely right. You damn well who she was. Oh man, toxic masculinity at its best. <laughs> but but let's be honest here. The same way, the same way, like the same way you might, because there's a lot of guys who play play themselves up to get a girl that makes maybe out of their leagues and things like that. Girls do the same thing too. But that's more. That I'm I'm more saying this as like. A black man. I listen to rap music. You know what I mean? Like, I'm here for the culture. I, I love the culture. You know what I mean? I, I'm not one to say, oh, I grew up in the hood or anything like that. You know, because I didn't. I grew up you, in the You suburbs. don't have but, to be. You know? But I meet girls who, like, pretend they're for the culture, too. You know what I mean? Yeah. I know what you mean. Like, uh, that's annoying as Like, well. you know exactly what I mean. Like, pretend they're for the culture, but they're not. Like, Truly, they're not for the culture. They're just saying this because... They, they, they know I am, so they're playing that card with me. So now, of course, you see someone like that, and you're like, wow, this girl understands me. She gets me. But the truth is, she don't. She don't get you at all. She's just trying to get her cheeks copped. Tragic. Or a relationship. <laughs> Tragic. <laughs> Tragic. <laughs> it's so sad. <laughs> no, it actually kind of bothers me when... You, you you date a non-black person that that tries to call you out for not being black enough. And I'm just like, there's so many ways this is wrong <laughs> because now you're implying that 
being black or being for the culture is growing up in the hood. Why the fuck 100%. is that an implication? Hundred percent. Why is being a educated, um, like a black man that you know speaks in see, full sentences seen as not being black enough? See, that's just what it is. Like you're either like you said, you're for the culture, for the hood, but apparently it's 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 not okay to to break that and get away from it. Because I do know black people who don't listen to rap music, Thanks. but that's like. To me, I have no problem with that. You know what I mean? Like this guy's like, you know, waking up at five in the morning, listening to classical music. He's just trying to make it for himself, make a life for himself. Like you said, like he's just trying to like talk some full sentences. He's just trying to be himself. That might be who he is. I know black people, crazy piano stars. You know what I mean? Yeah. They don't talk about, you know what I mean? They don't listen to rap music, you know, that stuff. So they just be themselves. And I think that's okay. But there's a lot of people out here who, who shame you for that. Oh, you're not black enough. Oh, oh, I used to get the, I used to get this one <laughs> growing up. Oh, you're whitewashed. Whitewashed. Like whitewashed. That, that one, that one does hit. That one's hidden below the belt. You that's, know what I mean? It, that's definitely hidden that's below a, the belt. That's a below the belt hit because it's like, all right, let's say, let, let's just entertain, entertain this and say, all right, you may not be born in africa or in the caribbean or like wherever else right it's just like why are you now being dis why are people like trying to disown you from your culture because you're not from there or because you are trying to assimilate yourself in the culture that you're a part of now no 100 percent. but what a lot of people i think fail to also see is like and this is from my own personal upbringing experience is like i know for a fact both of my parents didn't want me to have to go through the things they went through. So they sat there, you know what I mean? My mom would be sitting there as when I was like three years old, making sure I could learn, learning to read and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Like they were so strict on the education. Cause they I'm gonna sit there and be like, yo, why are you talking slack? Like she didn't want that for me. Yeah, she wanted me to learn. She wanted my upbringing. You know what I mean? She wanted me to make something of myself because, and I'm not going to lie. My, my mom grew up where I, like, I grew up. She was working two full-time jobs as a nurse and things like that, trying to provide, put food on the table. She didn't want that for her children. She wanted us to be successful, make a lot, go to school, you know what I mean? Helping me out, like paying for some of my school and stuff too. Because they wanted us to, of course, take care of them when they all, you know, every, every, that's (laughs) investment. Every, exactly. It's investment. Every ethnic parent wants that. But, but they didn't want me to be in the culture. So in a sense, when you're saying, oh, you're whitewashed, I'm like, yeah, that's literally what my parents in a sense, want it for me because but, because the white people are the ones who are the most successful. They didn't have but, those problems wait, that they had growing up. But the fucked up thing is it's like saying you're whitewashed is implying that because you're educated, because you're trying to make do better for yourself, because you don't rap, because you don't talk in slang. It's literally saying that the only reason that you can do those things is because you're hypnotized by white people. That is what that's saying. 100%. And it's like, nah, I know some fucking ghetto ass white people that aren't educated and that should be quote unquote whitewashed, but it's like, <laughs> you should be blackwashed, nigga. The fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Bitch ass. <laughs> You're not wrong. You're not wrong. This, this is the one thing I, I saw this at the park this summer, man. This, this, really, uh, this, this got me. <laughs> I had a good laugh because I, I don't really get mad at a lot of things. I'm just at the park, just uh, Princess uh, Princess Island Park, whatever, right? Yeah. I think you were actually there that day. You might have been. Was that been the day we met? Yo, I do remember that. Day. And uh, there was a couple white people throwing around a football, and they had do rags on. They had do rags on. I didn't understand it, and I'm because I'm telling all the white people we was with that day, they didn't know why why black men wear do rags. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, well, there's a couple different reasons. It keeps the moisture in your hair. It's silk. It's good for your hair. Or, or yeah. if you have waves, short hair, the big thing is for waves. So like normally like as a black man like as a joke you go up to other black people yo wave check you yeah know wave check. and like oh wow I'm getting seasick out here with those yeah, waves right. you know what I mean but like it's all fun and games because that's yeah, that's, that's one of the culture. many things we could do with our hair like you know what I mean I can't grow my hair out and flick it to the side like Justin Bieber did but you know what I mean like I, I never had those privileges right I wouldn't even say privileges no it's I never hair. wanted that <laughs> your hair just don't grow my hair just don't grow that way but like these white dudes wearing do rays just to wear do rays. And no reason. And I was kind of like, I laughed at it. And like, one of the, one of the white boys we was with asked him, he's just like, hey, yo, let me get a wave check. Because <laughs> I told him, like, oh, ask, him, ask him for a wave check. These guys were like genuinely confused. Like, like what, what do you, does that mean? Yeah, what do you mean? I'm like, bro, so why are they even wearing do-rays? 
Yeah, it's a, a cultural appropriation. That's exactly what it is. Yeah, that that's a, that's a tough one. It's a tough one. Just because, like, part of me is like, do I care that much? I'm just not one of those people that like wants to get offended by everything. It's like I don't. But I guess what's annoying is it's like it feels like um, I, I won't say like white people because this isn't all white people, but it feels like parts of our culture of like black culture gets accepted, but then the black people don't get accepted. It's like, how are you going to take, you know, the music, the clothing, the hairstyles, yeah, yeah, yeah. the, the, the clothes, like the, like how are you going to take all that and then still be okay with racism or, or just act like it's not a thing. No, I, I 100% agree with you. Like, like I no, said, that, like, that that's is the just, part that gets me like in the part that didn't bother me. I found that funny. If anything, because it's like, y'all don't even know why you're wearing it. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's kind of funny. I didn't actually care, but you're absolutely correct. Like, a lot of... And that's, that's this is a bigger racism problem. They just don't see the issue with a lot of things, right? Yeah. So, like, I'll give you another example. When I was back in college, like, th- this one, like, I was puzzled at this one. I was, like, left confused. Like, I was like, this man really don't understand racism, bro. <laughs> like... So like what happened was like, you know, when you're in school, you always want a job when you're outside of school, right? Yeah. So I'm filling out some job applications. One of my white friends I studied with, you know, comes, he's an older guy too. And I, he's just like, hey man, like how you get on these interviews, whatever. And I, I didn't get that many. I just got like two. And I was like, bro, I don't know. <laughs> maybe it's because, and I told him like, maybe it's still filling up this, this uh, volunteer, you know, and like saying that I'm black on the applications. And he's like, what? I should be able to fill that out too. And I'm like, you know, oh, you know what I mean? I was like puzzled. I was like, this wait, man what? genuinely don't understand it. Like, I was like, bro, no, I like the company might have a quota. Like, I don't, I don't really know. <laughs> it's not, it's not an advantage to me though. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> like, really he thought, bad. he thought that I had an unfair advantage because I was feeling this out. I was like, nah, that's, that's not it, how this it's, works, it's, bro. It's, it's the privilege for me. It's like, <laughs> it's like, it's like, he genuinely did not understand. He's like, I'm going to start doing that. I'm like, I'm like Definitely don't do that. Like that is, yeah, uh, that's that's inexcusable. Like, like I wasn't even mad. I was more just like confused, fam. I was like, bro, like you really don't understand racism, okay? It's, I don't know. It's despite all the things that you know we experience and we co- go through. It's like I still wouldn't trade it for the world. It's like, would I want to be a white man? I'm like, nah, I'm good. Yo, me too. (laughs) But wait, this is uh, this will be like the last talking point because we're 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 approaching an hour. It's been a good chat. Damn, all right. But uh, I feel like that. Do you ever like? Do you know what code switching is? I should start with that. Code switching? Yeah. Can't say I do. So code switching is what black people do. either intentionally or unintentionally. And that's when it's like, when you're hanging around your black homies, you say, yo, what's good, my nigga? Like, you know, you change the way you talk. Oh, you know, that's exactly, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's code switching. I didn't know there's a name for that. Yeah, yeah, that's code switching. (laughs) A lot of people, like, a lot of people don't know what that is, but it's so engraved in us. I definitely don't even. I I know it. I don't purposely do it, but it's like, I don't just, it's not just around black people. I go home to Toronto. Yeah, I'm talking Toronto slang. You know what yeah, I mean? Here, no. I'm not going to bring that Toronto slang. People are going to be asking me, oh, what does yeah, that yeah. mean? Oh, what does this mean? Oh, what does yeah. that mean? And I'm like, all right, you know what? Just, just forget like, about it. But I continue, though. Sorry, I, was, yeah. I know exactly what you mean. Though. No, no. Like, I, I was just saying, like, <clears throat> it's it's one of those, those things that only, like, I'd say minority groups and especially Black people, because it's like, if we talk a certain way, people think differently of us. You know what I mean? And like I work in corporate Calgary, like the next youngest person at my company is 44. Like, like that is that's crazy, you know. And I've always been the youngest, like by far. And it's like I'm the youngest, and I'm black, and I know, and I'm not from Calgary. So it's just like I am trying at all points of my day, trying to like fit in with people that I can't fit in with. Like, you know, I have nothing in common with any of these people. And it's just like, you, like, other people don't even realize that you're code switching. Like, my people who I work with, 
think that, oh, Imar is like blah, blah, blah. Like, this is how he is. And I'm just like, you do not know me on the weekend. Bro, I, I've been there. Like, you know, I used to work for the government and stuff like that. And, like, I sat there. I would joke about it. It was just, like, select people. I'd be like, hey, if you, if you guys saw me outside of the work, <laughs> you guys would think I'm a gangster. Right? <laughs> you guys would switch to totally like, everything. What are you talking about? Good thing you're one of the good ones. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> So many times to be like, hey, we should uh, hang out outside. I'm like, nope. <laughs> I don't know if I like who I am outside of this place. <laughs> oh, man. Like, how do you feel? Like, how was your experience with, like, code switching? Man? Like, do you, do you ever, like, I don't know. Like, I feel like I hate it. Like, I wish I, I could be a little, I wish I could be myself and then have other people, you know, change who they are around me to make me comfortable. But it's like, we literally do that to make other people comfortable and we don't even realize that's what we're doing. I mean, my experience with it is like, you're absolutely right. We do do it to make other people feel comfortable. But at times I feel like if, if we were, it sounds terrible, but if we were to just not do it, it would put us 10 steps back. Exactly. And that's the problem. It's like, what am I working towards? I'm working so hard, right? Just to even get my foot in the door at this job. Now I want to work my way up at this job, but if I, if I, you know, start saying certain things, you might sit there and judge me for, for the words coming out of my mouth. And like, I've actually even had white friends tell me, oh, uh, you're talking like this and, uh, you know, people aren't going to take you seriously when you talk like that. And I sit there, it, I'm not going to lie, that that actually upsets me. Yeah, it's kind, of, like that, it's kind of offensive. It's, it's just like, man, like, first of all, you're white, like you could do this and we would really bat an eye about it. And yeah, oh, not, oh, he's just going through a phase. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, and it's not even like we're saying, like speaking with like profanity or even saying the N word. It's just like the way we speak, like the the cadence. And the, like, you know, we might talk, and it's almost like, like, like there's a little rhythm and flow to it. And like, you for know, sure, for sure, we, we we'll speak in like uh, almost like rhymes. Or, uh, yeah, I've done that too many times. Yeah, exactly. Like you speak at rhymes, like you use like analogies, like, like I, because that's, that's what I like about rap and what I appreciate. I'm just like, oh man, these guys are clever. Like with the way they, oh, they so clever. like, that's one thing I know. It's a lot of white people don't don't listen to the lyrics as deep as I do. I listen, I'm like, oh wow, that was fire. What that man <laughs> said, and they're like, what did he say? I'm like, oh, I just don't worry about that. <laughs> so it's just like. It's crazy. It's like if we we do that in like a normal context, it's like we're taken as not being serious, and it's just like no, we're just expressing our our creativity as you know, like because that's just the way it is. It's like the the rhythm we have isn't just in dancing. It's like even in speech. Oh, for sure. Like so that's why many, I, the way I see it is like we have our own cultures. Hispanic people have their own cultures. White white people, I think, have <laughs> cultures that yeah. it comes to mind. <laughs> but you know, you know what I mean. But like, yeah. everybody expresses themselves in a different way, and I think it should be okay for everybody to just be able to express themselves. But here we are, and I'm sure it's not just black people after code switch. Oh no, it's minorities. Let's put it that way: visible minorities who have to do the code switching. And, and what gets me the most is like, I like my my government name. I'm not going to say, <laughs> but my government name is not the easiest name to pronounce, yeah. right? Your name, Imar, it's not, when you look at it on paper, you don't look like oh, it's dude, pronounced like, Imar. But like, I, if I said it the way it's pronounced, like I whited it down for you guys. Like if I said my full name, it doesn't sound like Imar. But, but that's what I mean, though. Like white people just, you even tell them what your name is and they still struggle and they're like, like, what'd you say? I'm like, just listen. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like when I'm on, when I'm in Ontario, my family doesn't call me Jay. Like I explained to some of my friends, I was like, they don't call me Jay. Like I'm Jay in Alberta because people struggle so hard just to say my name that I had to switch it up on them. You know what I mean? I have to give them an easier, ah, uh, you know what? Now, now I just, yeah. exactly, you see what I'm saying? Co-switching one-on-one. But to me, it was more just like, this is becoming such a problem that it's easier to just introduce myself as Jay. Yeah. Now Jay is still close to like my, yeah. you know what I mean, a variation no. of my real name, but like, yeah, it's like it's your, it's your nickname, but it's like a like it's a nickname that that is derived from people struggling to say your normal name. That's what it is, man. That's what it, truly that's what it is. So, 
it's sad. It's just, it's sad. Cause it's like, I've told you 10 times probably how to say, you know what I mean? How to say my name and you still pronouncing it incorrectly to, to a point where I'm just like, yeah, that's, we're going to go with that one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, we'll take C. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and then the white person just calls you that name the rest. And, then, and then they love to just keep saying your name. <laughs> And then, yeah, you sit there like, like, I agree to it. I gotta stick with it. Like, bro, stop saying my name. Like, just look at me when you're talking to me. It's a dude. But, man, Jay, thank you for this. Thanks for coming on. Finally, it's been, it's been, it's been a long time coming, man. We've been trying to get this for a while, but hey, anytime. Anytime, I'd be happy to come back. Anytime. Yeah, no, this, this, this is a good episode. It's nice to have another black man, you know. We we experience very, but we we experience the same the same issues. You know what I mean? Definitely. And so like back to basics. It's been historically about relationships, but the way I want this podcast and like this thing to go is I want it to be about relatable human experience. We are. All, I agree with that. Like back to basics, such a sick name. You should be able to talk about anything. Yeah, you know we're all basically the same, and I feel like the one thing. Or I'll I'll leave it at this. Dave Chappelle said it best. Stop punching down on my people. You know what I mean? I feel that. Stop punching down on my people. Let us let us be us. We don't we don't want a code switch. We like we shouldn't have to. No, and we shouldn't. It, we really shouldn't have to because it's uncomfortable. It is uncomfortable for us. It's like if you think you're uncomfortable, imagine being black in Calgary for your whole life. That's facts. No, but like that's that's actual facts. <laughs> that's actual facts. Like, I'm sorry that me speaking a certain way, you have to deal with it for the five minutes we're in the room together. But now imagine that all the time, <laughs> and that's what it's like. I just I just hate when people get uncomfortable with the way you talk. Yeah, that for me is like if we're this like is, visibly like visibly uncomfortable. This isn't this isn't us being aggressive. This is us like it's just we don't want a code switch. You know, we don't want, you know, these prejudice things like we like even like dating. It's like we like we don't want to be a fetish. Like we, we, we just want to we just want to live our lives. Yeah, we honestly just want the same thing. Most people want. That's cheap. Be yourself. <laughs> <laughs> be yourself. And once again, I'm a recap. Black men do not cheat. Black men don't cheat. Alright, see you guys. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bye. Baby girl, I like that. She flip it over like an acrobat. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Match my style like a copycat. I go wild when she throw it back. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Girl, I can see that you like that.